I was in a, in my first youth pastorate, I was in a little church, and it was an old church that had been bought up by a group of people from the Evangelical Free Church, and they were revitalizing this old church. But it would be a church kind of like the Stone Church downtown, or maybe the the Episcopal Church. It was an old brick church in a little town in in Illinois, and um, I think it was actually started before electricity. Because I don't know who decided where all the light switches went, but they were all in the wrong spot. Have you ever been in a in a situation where the light switches were just in the wrong spot? Uh, we lived in a deli when we were first married, and uh, we lived behind the deli, and the, the apartment was there, and all the light switches were so you could turn off the lights as you went into the deli. And so they were on the wrong side of every single room. Well, that's how it was in this, this, this older church that this, this church plan had taken place in. And so it was really annoying. And, and I'm kind of a night owl, and I, I'm sure that you've gone by here before later at night and seen the light on, and I'm, I'm studying or getting something done, and I've always been that way. And uh, so... I would not turn on the lights there at night because I just knew where everything was. And it just was a lot easier, and I could just fly down the hallways and everything with just my hand barely touching the wall, and I kind of always knew where I was. Well, there was a special program going on at the church, and so they had taken all the pews out of the choir loft and put them in the hallway. And so I am just... It's late one night, and I, I don't know that they've done this, so I am, I got my hands here, so, you know, the pews are down here, so I've got my hand right about here. I'm flying down this hallway, not realizing that along the wall, there are pews, and it's an older church, so, you know, the pews used to be shorter, and so I'm clipping down the hallway, and I, I all of a sudden run into a pew, but it clips me in such a way that I fall into the pew and I slide down the pew and I hit my head at the other end of the pew. That's what happens in the darkness, doesn't it? How many times have you just kind of said, you know what, I, I think I can make it. I, I think I can, I, I don't want to turn on lights. I don't want to disturb my mate. I, I, I know kind of where I am and, and so we think we can kind of make it in the dark. Remember that? And occasionally we have stories to tell that go along with that that involve, I'm sure that it would be an incredible YouTube video. <laughs> Paul in chapter 5 of Ephesians starts by calling us beloved. That's what he calls us in chapter 5. Calls us beloved children. And he says, Therefore, as beloved children, be imitators of God as beloved children. Now, we, we talked about the first part of imitation was we were supposed to be like Jesus and we were supposed to love like Jesus loved. But now all of a sudden, he's going to give us a series of things. And the second thing has to do with light and darkness. This is what he says then in verses 7 and 8, he says, therefore, do not associate with them. He was talking about, remember, he was talking about people that 
whose lives were driven by lust instead of love. Remember? And he goes, do not associate them with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Now, I, I think it's important. I, do, I don't always underline things in passages, but I think that this is really important for us to do because I think that we've decided in the Christian life that there are shadows, that there's this gray area, that we can walk in the shadows, you know, and we say, well, you know, that is in the Psalms. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will... No, I think that sometimes we've decided that instead of being children of light, we're going to be children of the shadows. You know what I'm saying? You know, kind of obey, choose the parts that I like to obey. But other areas were like, well, <laughs> I, I don't want to be too light. You know, I, I don't want to be too radical. I, I don't want to illuminate too many lumens. And so I'm going to stay in the shadows because I don't want to be that annoying harsh light. And so if I just dial it back a little bit, that maybe I'll be better off. But take a look at what he says, because I think that there is, he's done this before. Remember, he says, you once were and now you are. Remember that in, in chapter 4? Now in this chapter, he's saying, you were darkness at one time. But now, you are light. Walk as children of light. God is calling us to walk in light. And why is that important? Well, he goes on and he explains some things about light that I think we would really like to know. And he says this. First of all, light discerns. It says, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. Try to discern what is pleasing to God. And so he's saying, okay, all of a sudden, your life is going to be different. There are going to be things that are illuminated before, and all of a sudden you're going to say, well, that's not it. Remember when you kind of thought that some of the choices that we make as Christians didn't really seem that good? Nah, that isn't a very good choice. In fact, occasionally you'll be talking about light decisions that you make as a believer that is no longer in the darkness, and you'll be talking to somebody who's in the darkness, and you'll be ma making talking about the decisions you're making, and those will say things like, well, that's a little extreme. You ever had that happen? Now, you, you don't want to be that radical. And yet God has called us to be children of light. And one of the things that light is going to do is it's going to discern. And all of a sudden, you're going to be able to see what is good and what is right and what is true. Uh, I've been watching a lot of woodworker videos. And one of the things that they talk about in all of these videos is make sure you have really good light. And they'll be sitting and they'll, they'll be showing this piece of wood and they'll be taking this light and they'll be running it down it and you'll say, see right there, there's an imperfection right there. You need to be aware of that. All of a sudden, when as children of light, all of a sudden, we are aware of a goodness that we never knew before. We're aware of a rightness like we never knew before. Sometimes you'll listen to the radio or, or you'll see things on television and you'll just be going, well, that's not right. Why? Because you are a child of the light. And what you're doing is you're seeing things differently because, see, light discerns. But more than light discerns, light also disgusts. You're going, well, well, why would you say that? Why would you say that light disgusts? Take no part 
in the unfaithful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in darkness. Now, when I first heard this verse, I thought this meant that I needed to be vocal. No, this isn't about being vocal. This is about being aware. There are some times that because we are children of light, we're going to hear about things, we're going to see things, we're going to be made aware of things, and they are just going to shake us to the bone, and they're going to bother us. Doesn't that bother you when you see that? When you experience that? Why? Why do you feel that way? Well, because you're a child of the light, and when the light is exposed to some things, those things disgust us. As God continues to change you into a child of light, there are going to be things that once didn't seem like a big deal that now are a really big deal to you. Because the light illuminates, and when the light illuminates, sometimes what it does is it disgusts us. Sometimes it makes us angry. Have you ever been in those situations where all of a sudden you're in a situation and people start talking and you're just like, I can't believe they said that out loud. You know? I, I can't, I, first of all, I can't believe they do it. And second of all, I can't believe that they'd explain it to the rest of us and like it's no big deal. You start, and you start realizing that because you are a child of light, you have a reaction to things. And you are being careful to no longer walk in the darkness. You know, after they move those pews around, I tend to turn the lights on a little bit more. You know, as the the top of my head started healing, you know, the inside of my head started thinking, maybe I shouldn't run around in the dark so much, you know? I am sorry that some of the things that we see in the world today are so upsetting. I really am. But the reason they're upsetting is because you're a child of light. And that's wrong. Not only does light disgust, but as you read on, it tells us that light discovers. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. All of a sudden, because of the light, we begin to discover things and understand things. You know, you know, I'll give you an example of that. Have you ever noticed that some of you who've read your Bible for a long time can open up your Bible and read a passage and say, wow, that's absolutely amazing. I never noticed that before. Do you know why that is? Because light continues to grow as it exposes things more. There's an intensity that life continues to give life. There are things that we begin to understand. I, I, I honestly can tell you that that there is a part of my experience since I have been your pastor where I am completely different and I think completely different than I ever did before. Why? Because I'm more exposed to the light than I've ever been before. And as I continue to be exposed to the light, here's the thing that we've got to be careful about, though. We've got to be careful and not be upset with other people that they're not at the same point in light discovery that we are. There's an arrogance that sometimes we have. Have you ever been in that situation where all of a sudden someone says, well, everybody knows this. No, not everybody does. Or 
Well, I've always known. No, you haven't always known. But in your pathway and in your experience, God continues to give you the ability to let light help you discover. Okay? When anything is exposed to the light, it will become visible. All of a sudden, there were things that you just didn't notice before. Have you ever walked down a street and all of a sudden went, Nancy, the other day we were walking down a street and I don't know, they, 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 pulled, they trimmed some trees or something. She goes, there's a house back there. Why? Because all of a sudden it was exposed to the light. It wasn't hidden in the darkness anymore. And all of a sudden there was a discovery. I hope that in each of our relationships with the Lord as children of light, that there is still a sense of discovery, that there is still a sense of awe, that there is still a way that he is exposing you more to more truth and more understanding. I know that sometimes there's a sadness in that because you're like, I should have already known this. No, you shouldn't have already known it. But there is this expanding sense that the light continues to teach you more and more. All of a sudden, you're aware of the shadows and the nuances. And there is this sense that you no longer want to walk in them. You want to walk in the light. One last thing about light is that light awakens. Have you ever had that experience? Have you noticed that it's a little harder to sleep in in the morning lately? This morning I woke up at 4.30 going, oh my goodness, I think I'm late. <laughs> then I looked at my watch and I'm like, it's only 4.30 in the morning. But it, it is day out, isn't it? You know, I was talking to Bob a, while, a couple weeks ago and he goes, I, I'm just tired. And I said, well, Bob, there's like 16 more hours a day of sunlight. You know, the day is longer. You know, used to you get up in the morning, it was dark. And then about 4.30, you're like, well, the day is done. <laughs> You know, and so if you could make it till nine, you were just like, wow, you know, um, but but the light is awakening. When I was a youth pastor, one of the things I used to do is I had an old flash to a camera and on junior high trips, junior high boys are the most squirrely people in the whole world. And so I'd be like, it's nights, it's lights out, you know, and then, of course, you know, I have to go through the whole bodily noise sound for a while and, and all of these different things. And there'd always be like two boys that just would not fall asleep and they'd be jabbering and everything. And I would take the flash to this camera I had and I'd turn it on and I'd quietly crawl over to wherever they were. And I'd slowly put it as close to their face as I could. And then I'd hit the test button. And it'd be like, be quiet and go to sleep. There are times that because of the light, that God just, we, we've been not aware of it, or we've been walking near the shadows and all of a sudden there will be this burst of light that God will bring into our lives. That's what he's talking about here. This is actually from an Old Testament scripture. Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. We got to remember that we're children of light. And he's going to help us see 
You know, I, I listen to people and they go, I, I just want to know what God's will is. Well, God's will is to do whatever you see in the light. God's will is simply obedience. It isn't this big. If you don't do these following three things, all of life will end. It's usually simple little things that end up being a bunch of more things that end up being this direction. But you got to believe that God is never going to put you in a situation where you're in the dark. Why? Because you are a child of light. I just feel like I'm in the darkness. I'm not sure what to do. Well, if you don't know what to do, that's because God hasn't turned the light on there yet. And so maybe what you're supposed to do is stay in the holding pattern, waiting on the fact that he will, at the right time, turn on the light, and you're not going to know exactly what to do. But it is of great benefit to us. Don't view yourself as incapable of unknowing of not being able to discern what you're supposed to do because you're a child of light. And so it's really interesting that he shifts next, and I don't think we're going to go there because it's too long, but next he talks about that not only are we supposed to walk in the light as children of light because we are his beloved children, but next he's going to talk about the fact that we're supposed to walk in wisdom. Each thing kind of builds on the last. But today... I want you to remember these ideas that go along with being a child of the light. First of all, light gives us the ability to discern. I am a child of light, so therefore God is going to give me the ability to discern. This lines up really well with other teaching in Scripture, doesn't it? It says in James, if anybody is lacking wisdom, what is he supposed to do? He's supposed to ask of God who gives freely. God will turn on the light. He'll let you be able to see. I think that we shouldn't be surprised in that at some times that one of the benefits of being children of the light is that sometimes he exposes things that disgust us, that bother us. Have you watched the news lately and had something bother you? Have you listened to other people in conversation in that, realizing that they don't have that relationship with the Lord, and occasionally they just say things and you can't believe that they, they would think that or do that? Well, can they help it? They're walking in the darkness. You know? Do you ever feel like sometimes you're in a situation and by simple words you say, it's like you're like me, looking for that junior hire that just needs to go to sleep and you feel like you flash somebody with a little, just a little bit too much light with your with the light that God has given you. Have you ever done that? I I have. I'll be in a situation and 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 I'll say something and everybody in the room will be kind of going like I flash them with a uh, you know with a, with a with my camera flash. You know, they'll they'll be surprised by it because the light has this ability to expose. But I hope that this is what light is doing for you. I hope it's awakening you. That you're becoming more aware. That you're becoming more thoughtful. That you're walking with a little less stumbling. That your spiritual toe isn't being stubbed as much as it was. Because we are children of light. So here's my challenge to you. 
what is the one or two things that God has been explained to you that you just need to say yes to? There's a reason that you're supposed to say yes. Because you used to be this. You're not this anymore. And now you are this. I fear that sometimes we're ramping up to something that we already are. Okay? I'm just trying to work up to being a child of light. No, no, you already are a child of light. I'm just trying to work up to understanding what God wants me to do. No, you probably know what God wants you to do. Okay? You're just not sure you want to do it yet. You're you're still negotiating. You're saying, you know, you know, I went to a meeting this week on something that I've said yes to, and I was absolutely, and I, and somebody said, can I meet with you before the meeting so we can have some thoughts when we come into the meeting? And so that person came and sat in my office for an hour, making me think about things I've never thought about ever before, ever in my life, and now I'm going into this other meeting, I'm just absolutely overwhelmed, and I'm thinking, God, what in the world am I doing? And then God reminded me of a little phrase that I learned a long time ago. Why are you questioning in the dark? decisions you made in the light i made the decision in the light to do this but now i I feel like there's a little darkness and i'm a little bit afraid and so i'm not sure what to do but god would you just make sure i'm completely awake and that i'm completely living as your child you see you don't have to become a child of light you are a child of light okay You once were in darkness, and now you're in light. You don't have to become this. You don't have to work up to it. You don't have to try to make it happen. You already are it. And God is calling you to walk in light. So be a child that you already are. Let's learn to walk in the light. Will you stand with me? God, I'm glad that this is much simpler than we thought. Yes, we're supposed to work out our faith with fear and trembling, but I'm glad that you make some things automatic instead of making me have to do them. I'm glad that you are giving me illumination in my life to see you, that you're giving me discernment and you're helping me understand what's right and wrong. And I pray for each person here, and I I don't know what the yes is today, God. What you want them to do, what you are calling them to do. But I pray that, God, today they would say yes to you. That they would work very hard to stop pretending there are shadows because there's only darkness and light. And you have called us and made us into your children of light. I pray this in your name. Amen. I'm going to ask the prayer counselors to come up. And if there's some way that we can pray for you today, we would love to do that. And uh, I'm asking you to remind yourself that we are light and that we need to walk in it today.